Hey guys, welcome back to Black and the Beast podcast where we talk about the beauties of being black and the beast we deal with daily. I know that it's been a while and it has been for a good reason. A part of it was the fact that like it's been really heavy, really, really heavy on us as a community. And I didn't know if it was necessarily a good idea for me to keep going on about the beast of being black when like low-key that's all we have to talk about. But it is a part of our show. So after like some contemplation and putting some thought into it, uh, I've decided to bring everything back and and hopefully we can, you know, stay a little more consistent this time and hopefully we can spread, you know, a different type of word, a more optimistic type of word. I know that it's typically optimistic, but we need some extra and uh, we need some some healing. So thank you guys for listening and coming back and joining me and giving me your attention. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the show. All right. Uh, so before we get into the show, something that I definitely want to throw out there, a personal accomplishment of mine. Um, while I have been away, it's not that I haven't been working on anything. I actually published a book. It's called Something I've Always Wanted. You can find it in the Amazon bookstore. It is an e-copy. It will soon be a, a hard copy for you to purchase, but go ahead and check that out. Let me know what you think. Thank you. All right, so this episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be honest, I don't have a specific topic because it's been so long and there's a lot to cover. I'll probably have one next episode. But um, I do want to shout out us as a people and us as a community and anyone that's advocating for us at like right now. Um, when it comes down to the climate that we're in right now and just the different things that we're experiencing going outside the different fears and the different things that we're having to learn to be compassionate with each other uh, through, I just want to like give us a shout out because at the end of the day, it's hard. And not only are we dealing with us and our our experience within the climate in America, but we're also dealing with the coronavirus. A lot of us are stuck at home. A lot of us are unemployed. A lot of us that that do have jobs aren't getting paid enough to be there. And it's just a stressful situation altogether. And I just want to say, like, for all of us, like, pick, pick your head up and, like, we're really strong. If you are here right now, you're already strong. If you lost somebody during this pandemic and you're still here right now with your head up doing what you have to do, like you're really, really strong. And these are things that we would have to deal with any day, but it's just harder today and it's been harder this year. Um, we just lost Chad with Bozeman, uh, who was someone that was an extreme star in our community and someone that like just that story and that narrative needs to we need to figure out a way to apply that to this year. Excuse me. When you think of the fact that, uh, like, individually, this man dealt with something as tremendous as cancer, and he still produced content, we loved him as the Black Panther, as the superhero he was, you know, personified to be, but also in conjunction with that, like he gave us real superheroes. And if it wasn't a real superhero, it's something that we can we could see possible. And he did all of that in the process of being ill. And literally what we would think is crippling or something that will have you on your knees, he literally did that. 
And so like, even with that being something so close to us that just recently happened, I feel like for us as a community, we need to step back and look at that. And like, we're, we're stronger than this. All of us are stronger than this. Like lately, I've had to have the conversations about mental health uh, and the impact that it's had just being in the house, just being at home, having to deal with the thought processes and the different things in your psyche that that you wouldn't normally have to. Like for us as a community, just let's just talk about America for a second. We are literally dealing with the trauma of sex trafficking. We're dealing with the trauma of of women wanting a voice, toxic masculinity. We're literally unpacking everything in 2020. We're talking about black black in general, the black struggle, the black beauty, everything about being black is being highlighted in 2020. It's like fuck Black History Month. We got the year. We got the year. And y'all just got to step back and give it to us. Because at the end of the day, when you look at the physical trauma that's being displayed every day in our social forums and our social platforms and the places that we're supposed to commune and come together, they're literally all we're seeing is death and trauma. And yet we have our little rays of light that come through. So, for example, Charlemagne is starting this podcasting network for black creatives. That's really, really dope. But on top of that, we have to get through the different layers of loss, the different layers of trauma and the different layers of of what we are experiencing as a people. You have to think about the fact that, hypothetically speaking, you can walk through your whole life not saying anything to anyone and have pain in your chest, literally not saying anything to anyone. And you have a tremendous pain in your chest. And then one day you decide I need help. I got to process, I got to get this out. It's holding me back. And then you go to therapy where your therapist listens and they're not going to judge you. They're not going to, they're literally there to just be someone to help you through understanding your trauma, understanding your problems, how to recover. That first conversation is not going to be one where you're comfortable that first conversation, you're going to be insecure. That first conversation, you're going to want to cry. That first conversation, you're going to be overwhelmed. Now look at that in contrast to the beast of being Black. All of the traumas, all of the experiences we've had, and now out of nowhere, people are listening to us. And we have to now deal with the trauma of adjusting to something that might possibly be a new America that includes us as people. You have to think of the fact that we have lived in pain for so long. What would life be like for it to not be so painful or for the pain to move to a different part of your body? Like at the end of the day, it may be one of those things where it's like, this is beautiful. This is this is fantastic. Like we're getting into agriculture. We're getting into crystals. We're getting back to Africa. We're getting back to indigenous like thought processes. We're getting back to everything that has ever made us us. We're dancing to dance. Like people are thriving off of our cultures as per the usual. But it's one of those things where now we can point it out and we can say, "Hey, like stop, Ashanti and foolish, the TikTok chick that's trying to like that's her song." great, but you're not about to be a cultural icon off of us. We have the voice now to say that. 
So for us as a people, it's like, yeah, with all of the beautiful things that we're experiencing, there's also there's also like we need a second to take a breath. Breathe in, breathe out, literally, because it's a lot. Like literally to the point where I've had conversations with like close friends, like, yo, I have this podcast and I, you know, really, I love it. And I can tell you, like, it's reaching people. Like we have, we, there are people listening in like Peru and in the UK. And it's one of those things where when you really think about the subject matter and just what, what my intent and my heart is for it, like, I really want this to be a place for us that's safe. Like, I think that all Black creatives right now want just to create a safe space for us to be free to speak and to feel and to say what we want. And so when I think about that in contrast to everything that's going on, there's a lot of pain and there's a lot of trauma. Like, when we start getting into different subjects, it's there, like we're, we're going to start feeling things. And so like I've talked to my friends and it's been one of those things where it's like, do I want to have those conversations, especially when you're dealing with the fact that Breonna Taylor's killers have not been arrested. When you're dealing with the fact that in the situation with Ahmaud Arbery, there's blatant racism. There's a blatant level of racism that is a trauma to our psyche that's inherent in our DNA. It's been a long time since you watched somebody get lynched or anything the equivalent to that publicly and it not be a cop. Like when you think of the fact that we have to experience that, we have a like we have Elijah McClain where we're sitting here looking at people that are close to us. We know that man. We knew that man. Like all of us, regardless of if we say it out loud, we all knew that man. And for that to happen that way. George Floyd, like there's literally so much trauma to the point where it feels like every week, people you don't know and people you know. So for me to sit back and like think about that, it's like, yo, do I wanna talk about these things? Because if I want this to be an empowering situation, if I want this to be something that's safe, why do we have to live in the same trauma that we experience everywhere else? But recently, like I've, I've been thinking about it and it's like, what? the idea and the intent in my heart for this podcast, I think that not only do we need a safe space, but we need a safe space for us to discuss the narrative from our experience. So it's important for us to still have these conversations. That's why you have Angela Rye, you have Tamika Mallory, you have even Beyonce speaking out as much as she's been speaking out. You have so many people saying things and that's really important. But I also think that it's important for those of us who are being hit by the coronavirus to listen to people who are being hit by the coronavirus in a way that's recognizable. People who are worried, people who are scared, people who are not just sitting at home on social media because you feel me, they don't have anything else to do. But people who are sitting at home on social media because we're stuck in a position where we literally don't know what to do. I got time for the first time in my life that's mine, but I can't go outside. It's a lot of healing to do, a lot of demons to face. And so it's like in this time for me, my thought process has literally been more of like a how how do we make this 
something more fun? Like, how do we make this something that feels better? And even if we don't cater to the hee-hee-ha-ha fun part of it, even if we don't, I want us to at least be able to heal. I want us to at least be able to sit down and have these conversations and it not just be a video of death and despair. I want us to be able to to even if we have to process pain real time, process it in a direction that's not aimless. That's literally what I want. So that's why I'm like, all right, let's bring the podcast back. Even if we don't know what we're talking about, we're going to talk because we've been silent for too long. We've been quiet for too long. We've been holding all of this in for too long. And if people want to listen, let's not let them listen sparingly. Let's make them get the story. Let's give them the narrative. Let's tell them exactly what it is. Let's tell Black men how Black women need to be loved. Let's let Black men talk to us and we listen. Let's hold each other and nurture each other through our trauma. Let's do it because if any time is good, it's now. Because when they throw us back into this world, we don't know what it's gonna look like. I don't know anyone that can say they can't agree. We have no clue what it's gonna look like. So at the end of the day, like we just need to figure out a way to stay beautiful. And if my contribution is through this podcast, if my contribution is through poetry, if my contribution is through music that I'm working on, like if my contribution is through all of those different things that now I have time to do, I'm going to do it. But we all need to contribute. We all need to. We all need to find our place. We all need to inspire and motivate each other. We need to support each other. Right now, we're all we have. It's been evident since March. Right now, it is just us, our own Black people. So at the end of the day, man, like, we're going to have these conversations. And even if you feel like I'm here just talking shit, just to talk it, I don't care. We deserve to talk. We've been listening to people talk shit just to talk it for so long. If you hear something that you agree with, then that's great. Share it. If you hear something you disagree with, then that's great. Share it. But we need to have conversations while people are listening. We need to have conversations while people aren't just throwing out their objections because they want to be a part of of whatever this is. We need to show people that we're beautiful. At the end of the day, And the reason why I say we need to, because we've been showing them and they just don't want to see it. But the reason why we need to is because there's never been a time like this where it's been so in your face and we could tell if they weren't listening or if they weren't trying to see it. We can tell. We know. So we're going to, like I said, we're going to get into different things throughout the you know next duration of these episodes that I have to give you guys but like let's 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 try differently man let's bring the art back let's bring the artist back let's bring love back let's talk about love and let's stop being afraid let's stop being afraid of being judged
All right. So we're back. And uh, next, uh, like I said, this is an episode. We don't really have a subject. It's more just uh, listening and catching up on my thought process and where everything is right now. Uh, And I think that with everything that I just said, that it would be kind of best to uh, have a second to just talk about some shit that I've been feeling lately. Uh, Just random things on my chest so that if there is anyone out there that has been feeling the same or feeling anything close, you can know that you are not alone, even though you are uh, possibly at home with not many people to talk to or to get things off of your chest with. So we're going to get through this and then we're going to see a better day tomorrow. That's literally what we're going to do. That's why I'm doing this. Uh, Off the top of my head, the first thing that I can say that 2020 with us being at home and the coronavirus has done, um, it's kind of put us all in the position where we feel, or not we, like I said, this is about me. Um, I feel like I'm not doing enough. That's that's it, really. And it doesn't matter if I'm up doing shit all day. It feels like I'm not doing enough. It feels like I am stagnant and doing redundant work. And like I just said, I like a little bit earlier, I I published a book. Like, you know, I worked hard to figure out all of that. That's a self accomplishment. Like I've been working on music or just exploring different passions, um, just trying to look at different ways to invest, to inc- uh, to like uh, create passive income, to become more wealthy for me and my children. And it's one of those things where like, it still feels like it's not enough. For so many years of my life, because I've been I'm an American. I was raised here, born and raised, you feel me? And I'm black. And just the experience that we have in school, like when you really think about that experience, like we wake up at a say at a certain time, we go to the school, either we get there a little bit early, we get there a little bit late. Early bird gets the worm. If you're late, five minutes, you're not on time. If you're early, you're not on time, all that shit, all of these different things. And then you get awards for just being there. You get awards for writing your name on paper. And then as you get older, like you do things that seem more intricate in the school environment and you get awards for that. And then you graduate and then you go to school again. And then then you're, you're working and you're getting awards there. Like you get the point. But then 2020 happens and everything is redefined. What is enough when someone is not planning out the entirety of your day? Because, yeah, there are people out there that are strong-minded and that can get up and that can do what it is that they feel they have to do to feel accomplished every day. But to be honest, all of our accomplishments, for the most part, have been given to us, narrated out loud for us. So when you really think about that, like, what... What is there for the people who've relied so much on that system? This is literally like a, a you got to shift your thought process to to maintain mentally. Because at the end of the day, it's really hard out here. Like, and that's not no exaggeration. Y'all know, we all know. 
I got people in my family that are accomplished and they know it's a different experience. Your relationship with your kids, when you go from being at work, they're spending eight hours with a daycare, most of their day at school, and then they come home and see you, to you being their teacher, to you being the one that has to actually like be the disciplinarian in, in all situations, because that's tough as parents. Like It's been tough. You have people that have literally like, how do you have time to get up and pursue something different when you didn't know your boyfriend was abusive? Like when you didn't know that like the people you surround yourself with all the time actually don't fuck with you like that. When you and your hyper support for other people, when that's not reciprocated in a time where they have time. So a whole different type of experience. And so it's like, if you out there feeling that, I have felt it too. But my words of encouragement and what's helping me through it right now is the fact that tomorrow has to happen. If we breathe in, we got to get through this. Regardless of how hard it is, we literally have to get through this. You literally have to shift your thought process and excuse the, the person in the background if you can hear that. But, like, it's literally one of those things where it's like, you have to shift. We have to shift. If you don't, this is a make or break situation for your mental health. This is traumatic. It's not the same. This is not what you're used to. So that alone is something that we have to work on together. But that's one thing that I've been feeling off the top of my head. That's the first one. Talking about ignore the person in the background. Shit, I couldn't even interrupt my thought process, but I think he's gone now. I think they're gone. <laughs> but that was uh, the first thing that comes to mind when I think about where I'm at and how everything feels. And, you know, something I think that a lot of people could relate to possibly right now. The second thing is just as a parent, this is a whole different type of challenge with me being a millennial. And then like things are so different. Like for us, like to think of the fact that most of us have to have jobs and we have to go, go, go. And then like, I don't know where you can't, then your kids are like stuck at home with you. And that sounds crazy as hell, but any real parent knows what that means. Like, they're not used to not being able to go outside. You're not used to that shit. And then you're their teacher out of nowhere. You didn't go to school for that shit. Most people avoided going to school for degrees that ended up with them in a school to begin with. So it's like, when you really think about that, like, that part, that part of it has been so challenging. Because then you get to the part where it's like, are they playing too much? Am I being too hard on them? Like, should we try to go to this place? Should we try to do that? Like, and do you really know? Even with the whole conversation of schools, my kids are three years old and one. And when I think about the idea of sending them to just a daycare, I'm traumatized. You literally have to think about the fact that you don't know what anyone does in their home or once they're not, when they're not talking to you. Like some, some people <laughs> are out here literally doing whatever they want all fucking day. They'll come to you clean like they quarantined. And it's like, 
you don't know. And then when you have people's children involved with that, some of these people living in houses with five, six, seven people, like three different jobs in the household. When you are a parent, that's a, a challenge to think about. And then just to watch like our government and the people around you that genuinely just don't care about the fact that these are kids and that like that their grace is different. Their experience, their situation is different. It's just crazy. Like it's traumatic. Then social media, you got trafficking. So you scared to just go to the store. Now you you scared to go anywhere, but now you scared to even go to the store looking for white vans and shit. Parental paranoia is at an all-time high. It's literally one of those things where it's like, right now, it's even traumatic to be a parent because that shit has changed so much. Another thing, like, I think that all of us all of us, or because like I, like I said, this is more like me and what I've been feeling, but I think I could say for me and like even the people around me that I've noticed, all of us are really, really dealing with mental health. There's never been so much time for you to think about the entire duration of your life. Like there's never been so much time for you to sit back and start to forget and remember the trauma that you've experienced. There's never been so much time for you to heal. And healing is a painful process. There's never been so much time. And literally, that's all you you are doing. And then most of us can't afford therapy. Most of us are sitting here looking for people to just randomly speak on things that we're feeling. And you're scared to talk about it out loud because half of it is shit that you've never thought that you would feel before. Depression, anxiety, you have people out here manic, delusional. Like, it's literally one of those things where it's like mental health and, like, I really feel like because it's so important, like, all of us need to start, like, practicing affirmations or something. That concept of not marrying a man who don't have a relationship with God, right now you're that man woman or man, whatever, like right now you are that because at the end of the day, like if you don't work on that, that thing, whatever your source is, God, affirmations, the universe, like whatever that thing is, if you are not cultivating a relationship with that, it's going to be real hard to adjust when we go back into this mystery world that we don't know about, this mystery world that we don't understand. Like we literally have to take time to diligently and precisely like cut into our lives as individuals and all of these experiences that we've run from for so long and attack them. We are in our David and Goliath, Jonah and the whale moment. We are literally in our moment where you have to face your demons, name your demons and work on it. And it's not an overnight process, but a lot of us are dealing with shit that's been in the back, that gunk in the back of our fucking heads. A lot of us are dealing with that shit and it's really hard. 
It's really fucking hard. And we have to get through that because at the end of the day, for us as a people, when you look at things like the social climate and when you look at things like the impact of coronavirus, when you look at these things, it's literally one of those things where it's like that in conjunction with your personal filth is a lot. And you have to start now. We have to. We have to get the ball rolling. We have to get the ball moving on us because at the end of the day, like we are only as strong as your weakest link and we need each other right now. All of us, all of us. But with that being said, I'm gonna wrap up the episode here. And when we come back, we're gonna have some more shit that's more uplifting not shit but more conversation that's more uplifting but i would appreciate it if all of us who do take the time to listen sit back and like pay attention to the people around us become more empathetic practice empathy actually practice it call and check on the people you think about don't just think about them and let them pass call and check on them like make sure the people around you are healthy assist them through this because your village is what you need right now because we don't know what tomorrow brings literally so thank you for listening thank you for coming back i'm gonna have an episode for you guys next week and it's gonna be the shit thank you (laughs) bye oh forgot before we get out of here uh i have to I, I have to plug my book again i just have to plug my book again i just want you guys to know how important it is for me that you support this this is my legacy this is something i'm really proud of uh shit well you heard that but either way this is something i'm really proud of i'm not re-recording this because this is organic and this is authentic and it might not be the last message that comes through but i don't care go and support my book it is something i've always wanted on the amazon bookstore it is an ebook it will eventually and i'm gonna let you know when it will eventually be a hard copy for you to purchase if you want to purchase that if you prefer to have a book in your hand let me know let me know Uh, And then also, um, just randomly, another thing that just popped up into my head, support your friends, support your family. Everybody got something that they selling. It's a plate. If it's not a plate, it's a, a book. If it's not a book, it's a vlog, a podcast, something. It is so hard for us as a community of people to step out on faith and actually do what the fuck we love. We were literally taught that we could not do that for the entirety of our existence here. So support your fucking friends, empower them and help them to get to the point that you would like to be eventually in your life so you could be surrounded by dope ass people and you're not at the table by yourself. Bye.